This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today, Judy Wilkins-Smith, who is the author of Decoding Your Emotional Power, Your Emotional Blueprint, a Powerful Guide to Transformation Through Disentangling Multi-Generational Patterns. I had to practice saying that about 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So are you there? Are you there, Judy? I am so here, and I'm so looking forward to uh, spending time with you this afternoon. Well, good. I'm glad. I um, want to begin with, I'm, I'm a, I try to be conversational, and usually when I start as part of my conversation, my guests always have um, a book, hopefully, and in that I, I target the table of contents just to see where things are and how they're going. Uh, Let me ask you a question, if I might. Of course. Okay. The, um, let's see. Chapter one. Part one. It's in parts. Part one, discovering your emotional blueprint. The treasure map within you. Discovering your emotional blueprint. Is that possible? I guess it is. You're, you're, you're doing a good job of it. Yeah, it really is. And um, the most interesting piece is sometimes you don't have knowledge of all of those ancestors. And people say to me, well, then what? I'm stuck. No, you're not. All you've got to do is timeline your own life. And you're going to begin to see that there are patterns to that life. And they came from somewhere because you didn't happen in a vacuum. So they came from your family system. And so you begin Uh, to look at where are these patterns? How do they frustrate or irritate or limit me? Why are they doing that? Because there's a very specific purpose and a very real reason why they pop up and do that. They're actually saying we've outlived our purpose. Can you give us a new pattern? mm Mm-hmm. And now, uh, so they're sacred things. Right. There are. Very sacred. The, uh, the, so when I read the word systemic, that's the families. Is that right? Uh, systemic is actually the whole system. So it could be family. In, in families, that means mom, dad, basically family of origin. Mom, dad, siblings, aunts and uncles, and anyone who may have been uh, really significant. In an organization, that's much bigger. That is all of the associates, all of the customers, all of the services. So it expands, and we have many systems. We have religious systems, cultural systems, national systems. These are all systems of which we're a part. So we're clicking into a number of them at any given time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the science behind Systemic work and constellations. I see constellations here. 
Oh, yeah. So uh, the science behind that, there, there are two pieces that we work with. One is neuroscience and the other one is epigenetics. So neuroscience quite simply shows you that you're not fixed in a position. You have a neuroplastic brain and you can change that anytime you want to. Uh, one new thought, one new feeling, one new action at a time. So when you start looking at the system in a very different way, one new thought, one new feeling, one new action at a time, something different is possible. Now you're no longer repeating ancient history. Instead, you're in the present creating a very different future. So there's neuroscience. Then we also have epigenetics. And with epigenetics, this is, is the study of the genes or the, the, the um, proteins that are activated on the surface of, of the genes. And we see this happen. It's been well studied. We see this happen in things like 9-11, um, the Great Dutch Hunger Winter, the Holocaust, where an event is traumatic and unresolved and significant enough. And sometimes it's not traumatic, it's the opposite, but significant enough that it creates an imprint on the system, which then becomes the blueprint for subsequent generational behavior. And it echoes down through the system and down through the generations. Mm -hmm. I think it says into what has, has you stuck and allows you to identify exactly thoughts and feelings that run your life. Or run That's your right. Life. Could be either one. Yeah, so it really is about having a look at those patterns of thoughts, feelings, and actions. Again, we didn't happen in a vacuum, so what are your thoughts, feelings, and actions around money, relationships, leadership? When you begin to look at those, you, you might ask yourself, are those my thoughts, or did I borrow them from an ancestor? Did mom have a similar experience? Did dad have a similar experience? What happened to them? How did that come down to me? And often what it is is we're looking and we're watching, but not always because epigenetically it may have happened seven generations ago, but echo all the way down because it is waiting. Systems seek resolution and they seek balance. So if resolution and balance haven't been achieved, you'll suddenly find the same pattern surfacing generations later in another member of the family who's bringing it to the attention of the system once again and saying, hey, I'm not resolved. Look at me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would think that this would be something that, I guess it, it comes and it goes, but mostly it keeps coming. And you don't know what to do with it. And this is what you have. You have a, uh, you have a way uh, in order to recognize it and I say unstuck it is a way, I guess. Um, that's how I'm viewing it, uh, if it were me. And I think my listeners are certainly peaked in terms of, of their ears and listening to what you're having to say. It's quite, quite a bit medical, miracle. Yeah, we're actually our own living, breathing miracles, and we don't realize it. We have all of the answers. We just haven't been taught to see them or to understand them. And that's why it's called decoding your emotional blueprint. Once you understand what you're looking at and you see the patterns, you then know what to do with them. There are always two patterns sitting side by side, the ones that want to rest and the ones that want to emerge. And each depends on the other. 
The one that wants to rest becomes the wisdom. The one trying to emerge needs the wisdom for it to be able to forge its own path. Well, it's quite remarkable. Um, it is. I, uh, as I went through the prepping myself, I thought, you know, my daughter, who's now 34 years old, would have a, a wonderful time with this book. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to find out. She's, uh, <laughs> she'll know, she'll know how the constellations fit in. How, how do you do a constellation? Measure yourself up against them with a constellation. Okay, so how you do a constellation. First of all, what is a constellation? So it is a 3D representation of the issue that you carry inside your head. So perhaps you've always been sad and you don't understand why. And what we do is, at, an, at a live event, you'll pick a live representative to represent the different parts of your system. So a representative for mom, one for dad, one for sister, one for brother, one for you. And then I say, give me a picture of what that's like for you in this situation. And you may have mom and dad close together, one of the siblings off to the side. You might, might have um, two of the siblings quite close. And so by asking questions like, why is that one off to the side? Why is mom looking away? Where is dad's attention? They begin to literally see, feel, hear, touch, sense into what's happening. They, they can now engage with what they've been holding in their head and the meanings they've made. And once, once we ask for the history, then often we find, oh, mom isn't the villain. She was badly hurt as a kid. Or mom isn't cold. She's just, her attention is elsewhere. Her bundle wasn't available either. So as we ask questions, we begin to discover deeper truths. And these change the way that we feel about others and about ourselves, which then allows for very much the aha embodied shift, which happens in a moment. And so you begin to rewire the brain and the language and the gut and the heart. And people will say things often like, it's taken me two hours or an hour to come and do this piece of work. And I've been working at this for 20 years. How is that impossible? How is that possible? Well, it's possible because you're using multiple senses and the multi-sensory input is creating an embodied experience. And we know that we are, we are pretty much magicians. What you tell yourself and you believe becomes your truth. And so your truth begins to flip around. Well, that's quite remarkable. Um, and... I don't want to say it's, it sounds difficult, but it certainly needs to be dealt with. Um, yeah, and it's so easy once you be, and that's how I wrote the book, to make it easy so that people can literally read the book, do the work, and get the effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, you, you launched your book. You launched it last month, right? I did. It was June 6th. Yeah, it, it dropped June 2nd, and, and I've been very fortunate. It's um, been endorsed by Publishers Weekly and Goodreads, and it's now in Psychology Today. So uh, people are liking it, which is super helpful because I really want people to get how much more they are in control of their lives than they suspect. Well, I, I'm thinking that my listeners are thinking that they're going to go out and buy your book. Uh, 
if I were in the audience, I would go out and buy your book. It's, uh, it sounds amazing. amazing. Um, and then drop me a line always because I love to hear people's experiences with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, you've got your book being for, for sale in all kinds of places. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, any of the fine booksellers that, that you would um, find out there, any of the places you would normally buy a book. If you pop on there and you just type it in, it'll pop right up for you. That's great. That's terrific. I, uh, I want to thank you, Judy, for uh, being on our show today. This is a remarkable piece of, uh, of information. So I'm going to wait and have my have my daughter address it for me, uh, and she'll do it and do a good job. Um, and you seem to me to be doing a good job for a lot of people. I would love that your daughter would read it, and yes, I I'm I would really like that this does do a lot for a lot of people. We're at the point where, as you said. You know, we struggle a lot in the world to know what to do, how to do it, and where we are. This really gives you a good northern compass. It allows you to create the life that you want and have a destiny, not a fate. That's great. That's terrific. Well, I want to thank you again uh, for being our guest today, and I want to thank my uh, listeners for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. So long. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. So long and happy trails to all. <laughs>